You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time you're joining us. Welcome to Morning Breath. This is your drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. My name is Christian Hurst, and I'm one of the pastors here on staff at East Coast Christian Center, and I'm so glad that you are joining us today. We're going to be reading Proverbs 12, and I'm excited to get into the Word. The Proverbs are always so great, and I say we because today I have a co-host with me, Isaac Eberts. Isaac, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Pastor Christian? Doing good. So we've talked about this a few times, but man, I've been married for a long time now, six weeks. Yeah. It's going great. Time how's every, flies. How's everything going, man? It's great. You got settled into our, our apartment. and Yeah. You know, Hannah's very good at decorating, so she has all the pictures up, and it definitely feels like a home, and, you know, we can breathe a little bit, but it's cool. It's been great. I'm waiting for my invite for dinner. I I take steak and shrimp. Hey, we only got four seats, so, Yeah, it's cool. We'll make it work. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah, so if you're joining us on the radio or on podcast, whatever it is, we'd love for you to get involved. Isaac is going to tell you the best way to be able to stay connected. Of course, download the East Coast app on uh, any app store that you have. Just search East Coast app. You can get all of our information. Also, you can go to our website. That's eccc.us. And on the app and the website, we have all of our info about East Coast Christian Center. We have our events, um, which there are a lot of them. So make sure you check out our events page. You can also catch up on past sermons, past Morning Breath episodes, and so much more. Also, we would just encourage you to uh, just search East Coast Christian Center and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, Social media is the absolute best way um, to just get all of the information about East Coast, and we would love to get you plugged in and connected with all the information that you need. And if if social media or websites don't work for you, you can also call the offices at 321-452-1060, and we will try to help you as best as we can with any questions that you may have. That's great. Yeah, I love that our church has got a much bigger reach than just Merritt Island, Vieira, Brevard County. Is mm-hmm. I have an, an aunt who lives in um, Michigan, and she's an active East Coast member. That's because awesome. She's stuck at the house right now and not able to go out, and so she's on our online church every week and active in the, the prayer and the chat, and that's a great way is that it's, it's really good. Maybe you've got a family member who is still you know at home and not going to church in person, Share one of those messages. Send out a morning breath. Help get them in the Word, because really the Word will change your life. And we're going to hear about that more today in Proverbs 12. Hey, we got some other announcements. Is that Easter is coming. That's on the weekend of April 16th and 17th. It's going to be Sunday the 17th. And we want to encourage you to go to the website to get all those times. Mm -hmm. It's going to be awesome. We have four physical locations for East Coast, and we're, of course, going to have an online service for that, too, but it's going to be great. And why don't you share this next announcement? It's a big one. This one hits home for me. It is Kids Camp, yeah, which I'm very passionate about as the Vieira Kids <laughs> Director. Yeah. And so we will be having that June 6th through the 10th. Um, so mark that on your calendars. That is East Coast Kids Camp, June 6th through the 10th. That is also available. All the details are on our app and our website as well. Um, we do have special pricing. So if you have multiple kids in your family, yeah. um, we would love to accommodate for that. So that way the price actually goes down for each additional kid that That's you cool. sign up. So make sure you check out our pricing on our app and our website. And uh, if you have any questions or 
comments or yeah, it's awesome. concerns. Yeah, yeah and that's kids that are going into second grade mm-hmm. or graduating sixth grade. Yep. So yep. we want you to get that date now so you can plan your summer vacation around that. Don't, yeah, and we keep them it. all day. That is going to be 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah. So we have a full day of uh, just absolute fun, and each day is, is so unique. And we have a lot of different stations. It's incredible. I've been doing kids camp uh, for many years. It is very, it's a great uh, camp that we have. Yeah. And just, of course, go to our website or to our events page to get more details. That's where we have everything. So let's look at this. Proverbs 12, writing, written by Solomon. And I love the Proverbs. I'm going to be reading out of the NLT, and I believe that you're doing the same. I am. I don't have my paper Bible, so yeah, I can I could choose any translation, yep. but I'll, I'll do NLT. Yeah, I almost did a different one, but I like the NLT a lot, mm-hmm. and so I enjoyed reading it this morning. So there's 28 verses. Okay. Since it's so easy with Proverbs to break it up, why don't you just read through 14, and then I'll take 15 on. Okay, sounds good. All right, I must say unto you, read, sir. To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. The Lord approves of those who are good, but he condemns those who plan wickedness. Wickedness never brings stability, but the godly have deep roots. A worthy wife is a crown for her husband, but a disgraceful woman is like cancer in his bones. The plans of the godly are just. The advice of the wicked is treacherous. The words of the wicked are like a murderous ambush, but the words of the godly save lives. The wicked die and disappear, but the family of the godly stands firm. A sensible person wins admiration, but a warped mind is despised. Better to be an ordinary person with a servant than to be self-important but have no food. The godly care for their animals, but the wicked are always cruel. A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies has no sense. Thieves are jealous of each other's loot, but the godly are well-rooted and bear their own fruit. The wicked are trapped by their own words, but the godly escape such trouble. Wise words bring many benefits, and hard work brings rewards. Verse 15, fools think their own way is right, but the wise listens to others. A fool is quick-tempered, but a wise person stays calm when insulted. An honest witness tells the truth, a false witness tells lies. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Truthful words stand the test of time, but lies are soon exposed. Deceit fills hearts that are plotting evil. Joy fills hearts that are planning peace. No harm comes to the godly, but the wicked have their fill of trouble. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in those who tell the truth. The wise don't make a show of their knowledge, but fools broadcast foolishness. Work hard and become a leader. Be lazy and become a slave. Worry weighs a person down. An encouraging word cheers a person up. The godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked lead them astray. Lazy people don't even cook the game they catch, but the delight, but the diligent make use of everything they find. The way of the godly leads to life. That path does not lead to death. Amen. Man, it's a power-packed one. So if you're first time reading Proverbs or if you're not familiar with it, these are wise sayings from Solomon, and a lot of them are very bite-sized. You'll see a similar Mm -hmm. theme in the book of James, the brother of Jesus, is he gives you kind of one-liners that you can live by and kind of more like tenets. Mm -hmm. And so there's themes for chapters, and you can hear a lot here. Like I love the very first line is to learn you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. And that kind (laughs) of... 
that hits hard. He doesn't yeah. pull any punches. And it's like, I want to always be teachable. I've heard this from people I admire in my life is that are people who are older. I, I happen to have a lot of friends that are 60 plus and even the seventies and the eighties that are like some of my dearest friends. And they said, the way to stay young is to never quit learning. Mm, They're like, as soon good. as you quit learning, you're going to get old and you're going to become just archaic is that you got to always have a teachable mind and like something that you can learn new things. And so this one definitely hit with home there and you can see a theme, but let me know what stuck out to you. There's probably tons of highlights on oh, your, yeah. your Bible app. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Which ones really got you? Well, I think it's interesting. Verse one, you said you must love discipline yeah. and that idea of just loving discipline. Yay. I mean, there, <laughs> there's a difference between, you know, being okay with discipline. Yeah. And I'm sure there's people listening who really hate discipline. I mean, that's probably a natural tendency, but to not just be okay with it, but um, to love discipline and then being called out and saying it is stupid to hate correction. Yeah. And I just think that's so interesting because sometimes, you know, we can, when we're being disciplined in the moment, in that tunnel vision, yeah. we can, um, you know, we can just be so narrow minded and yeah. not see what other people see because I feel like the people around us have a pretty good grasp, right? Our family, our friends, our yeah. husbands, wives. Yeah, you it know. doesn't need to be a stranger off the exactly, street, but yeah. someone who's doing life with you, they can yeah. see things. Yeah. Yeah. And if so, if they're disciplining you or if they're offering you correction or, you know, something like that, I would say just, you know, your natural tendency might be to get defensive. Yeah. I know mine is definitely to get yeah. defensive. And it is an active battle to, to fight that and learn to love discipline. And so I think that's very interesting. It's something yeah. that I took away just in the first verse of something to walk away from this episode of Morning Breath and go, yeah. okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to take one step and learn to love discipline. That's cool. I like that a lot. And this is another verse from the Bible. It says that if you love your child, then you discipline them, and it ties in there. And so it gives this idea, and I've shared this with Isaac before, because Isaac and I have done a lot of life together over the years, and I have had to correct him on some things because mm -hmm. I love him, mm -hmm. is that I've shared this because I learned it from another leader, is that if I'm taking the time to correct you, Isaac, mm -hmm. or to correct someone else, it's because I'm invested in you. Yeah. If I didn't care about you, guess what? I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. I'm just going to move on. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be like... You're not worth the energy, and I'm not saying this about you, but yeah. this is what I could say. <laughs> In general, yeah. And so you're not worth the energy. I'm really just waiting until you're not around, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to find someone that I want to invest in. And that's yep. not the case. So when you do get corrected, I've I've talked about Pastor Dan having to correct me before, and it was never mean. It was never with ill intent. As he had to correct me in a meeting one time when he was talking and I was multitasking and I was doing something that was work related. Mm -hmm. But he goes, could you please give me the respect to look at me mm -hmm. when I'm talking and I'm addressing something? Because if yeah. you're only listening with half your brain, mm -hmm. you're not giving the full focus. And yeah. it wasn't that he was demanding attention, but it's a respect for everyone in the room. Yeah. And we've tried to make a real effort to like put your device away, mm -hmm. look at someone's eyes, even if it's not something that necessarily pertains to you at that moment, still give enough respect. So that way they'll do the same thing for you. Yeah. And when he said that, I've told him, I was like, thank you, because I want to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to make sure I'm respecting and honoring. And I want someone to do the same thing to me before too. Yeah. So when you hear these things and it feels like Solomon kind of like punches you upside the <laughs> face, yep. just know that it's for your benefit yep. and that that correction, that discipline will save your life. Like literally as a, a father, I've had to discipline my children and it will 
saved their lives for some yeah. of the things I've had to teach them. And so it's because of love. What else stood out to you? For sure. Um, verse 25 is one of the ones that I had highlighted yeah. in my Bible. Got app. that one too. Yeah. And it says, worry weighs a person down, but an encouraging word cheers a person up. And that was just so, uh, it, it's good in the season that we're in, um, especially as a staff and pastor Christian can uh, attest to this is we're working on our Vieira building project. And um, Pastor Christian is working harder than anyone on trying to, you know, make sure every, and you don't realize how much goes into building a building until you're in the thick of it. And so um, Pastor Christian is, is leading a team of people and, you know, there's production and there's uh, worship and everyone has to have input into this. But it can be a worrisome time when we're looking at budgets and, and timelines and, and all of this stuff. And it's like, okay, worry can weigh a person down, you know, the, the worries and the stress of worrying, okay, are we on timeline for this building? And, oh, is yeah. this campaign going well? Or, oh, is this, you know, event going to you know, rise and build? How's our offering? And worry weighs a person down yeah. without a doubt. Yeah. But an encouraging word cheers a person up. Amen. And so in this, I think Pastor Christian has done a great job yeah. of just being that example of, you know, encouraging. And, you know, yeah. even when we're worried as a team and as a staff, you know, we're stressed, we're worried, we're always, we're looking, you know, run around, but, you know, say, hey, you're doing a great job. Yep. You know, I've recently taken a new role in kids church yeah. and worry is a, is a great part of my days when yeah. I was first getting that yeah. under my belt. But just having someone come up to me and say, hey, you know, with that encouraging word that Solomon's talking about and say, hey, I think you're doing a great job. That's good. Keep going and pointing out that. And I think we can be that to other people Absolutely. as well. And you know, just find something, find something yeah. that you can share an encouraging word because it can totally change. It changes day. everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I actually encouraged Nick today who's in the studio with us because he's doing a lot of the stuff for the building on the production. And I was like, Nick, yeah. you're doing good. There's a, there's a lot to do and it can be easy to get overwhelmed by it. But that's important is that Paul talks about let everything you say be done for the purpose of edification and building up others. And I, I love that idea that one of Paul's companions name was Barnabas and Barnabas was the son of encouragement. That's what he was mm -hmm. known for is that I'm sure Paul kept him around because Paul had a hard life. I mean, thrown in prison, he got, you know, yeah. beat with rocks and shipwrecked and bit by snakes and he needed some encouraging people around him. Yeah. And I think that all of us could play that role more of being an encourager. And when you see something, say something. Yeah. It's so easy for us to just think it. And like oftentimes it'll be like, I'm sure they hear it all the time, mm -hmm. but I've been the guy sometimes to be like, you know, that was really good. And they're like, thanks. I didn't, nobody ever tells me that. Yeah. And it's like, man, I can't believe you don't hear that more because yeah, sure. you're doing good. But that's a good part. I like it. This one stood out to me for fun is verse 27, just two verses down. It says, lazy people don't even cook the game they catch, <laughs> but the diligent make use of everything they find. And obviously as a hunter, I think about that because it's like, I don't want to just shoot something for sport and not process it as I was, you know, really happy to be able to clean a deer and process the meat and, you know, to be able to have that and enjoy and feed my family with it. But I think that the next line is important. The diligent make use of everything they find hmm. is maybe you're in a situation where you're starting at a job and you're making $10 an hour, or you're starting off with humble beginnings in a ministry area, or maybe you've got what you feel is like the lowest position in an area Make the most of everything you find. Be diligent about that. Is there's a an author and leader named Clay Scoggins who used to be a part of North Point Ministries with Andy Stanley, and he wrote a book about how to lead yourself. 
And he talks about even if you're in charge of organizing that closet, organize that closet to the best of your ability and it will provide more opportunities. If you're in charge of, you know, picking up the empty communion cups at church, do it with excellence and with a smile. Whatever it is, be diligent to make use of everything that you find. And so that's really more encouragement of wise is don't just look to the next thing. The Bible talks about do not despise small beginnings. Mm-hmm. Is God will yeah. use where you're at now and your faithfulness and what you're doing to be able to show that you're going to be able to make so much more of a difference later on. That's good. And verse 14, I mean, tying right into that, wise words bring many benefits and hard work brings rewards. Yeah. And you might not see it at first. You might be working hard and you might not see see the fruit of that. Um, but I mean, we have a promise that, you know, our hard work will bring rewards and, and our work, especially as Christians, you know, sharing the gospel in that sense, sometimes it might not be earthly rewards yeah. or it might not be rewards yeah. in the sense of money or, you know, things like that or a promotion. But I mean, we have to think of the eternal rewards. Yeah. I mean, those are so important and yeah. sometimes it, it's very easy to lose sight of, um, you know, that our rewards aren't always going to be on in this life. Yeah. They are going to be in our eternal life. Rewards, you know, are a big part of that. And so I think that's that's something that I can take away from that. And, you know, saying hard work brings rewards, but it's yeah. like, okay, what kind of rewards? You yeah. know, what am I expecting? Is that, yeah. am I working hard just to earn more money yep. or to have my boss see me and give me a raise? Or what are those rewards seeing someone get saved? Yeah. Right. Is that, you know, having a kid at kids camp, you know, give their life to Jesus? It's like, yeah. okay, like what, what kind of rewards am I expecting? Yeah. And, and I really like dialed into the that right good. things. Yeah. So. Everything you do, do it under the Lord. And so that does help as if it's not just looking for approval of persons mm-hmm. and only chasing dollars, then you can find satisfaction a lot. That's yeah. good. Verse 18 was a good one. And if you never use this, is there's a comparison tool in the Bible app where you click a verse and then say compare, and it shows it in a few different ones. Is NLT says for verse 18, some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Mm. And the message says this, rash language cuts and maims, but there is healing in the words of the wise. Or one more amplified, there is one who speaks rashly like the thrust of a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Wow. And I think about when I was, you know, before I was saved and early saved, I still used a lot of sarcasm. I came from an mm-hmm. environment that had a lot of sarcasm. Like everything, you're like, wait, do they hate me or do they not? <laughs> like you didn't know because there was so much sarcasm mm-hmm. and it was the movies that I watched. It was the comedy that I liked. There was just a lot of sarcasm. And my mm-hmm. wife really encouraged me because she's never liked that. She's very sweet and innocent. And she's like, I don't want to say something that's not true. And sarcasm is, the Bible talks about cutting is what they talk about. Mm -hmm. That's what it's Mm -hmm. referring to there. Or there's even like, there's hatred and deceit that happens in it. So it can even be veiling your real intentions, but you're hiding it behind, you know, this sarcasm. And so if you've dealt with that, I'm not out here to beat you up, but I want to encourage you to say you can move past it is that I had sarcasm. And I remember Years ago, I got a job at the Space Center, and I worked out, like many of you on the listening to the radio may be working out there now, is that 
there was a lot of sarcasm mm-hmm. and I had to decide I'm not going to participate in this yeah. is that I want to be different and I want people to see and hear something different. As Jesus said, they'll know you're my followers because of the way you love each other. So my language was intentionally different and people could pick up on that versus just going along with what everyone else said and really tearing people down. That's good. I mean, but the words of the wise bring healing. Yeah. And so I think, you know, we can be healers, you know, even if you aren't a, a doctor in your in your day job, you can be a doctor of sorts in, you know, healing people's hearts by sharing wise words. Yeah. So I think that's cool. I like that part of the verse is, you know, some people make cutting remarks or, you know, we could use that as some people use sarcasm or some yeah. people, you know, put others down, but the words of the wise bring healing. And so I think just an encouragement of, you know, what can we do as Christians to um, be, share wor- share wise words? Yeah. And what does that look like to, to heal other people's hearts? Yeah, it reminds me of a story that we've heard. If you've been through the Freedom Retreat, which we do as a church, and if not, we'd love to be a part of it. It's a 12-week Bible study, which is a lot of foundations of Christianity. But there's a story of this guy, Billy Hornsby, who was the president of Association of Related Churches. That's a group we're a part of. And when he was in like seventh or eighth grade, he had a teacher who tore him down as Billy understood the math equation, but he didn't work it out. Mm. And she looked at him with a long finger and said, Billy, you're never going to amount to anything. And from that day forward, he quit. He stopped caring about school. He dropped out. He wow. got pregnant early on. He just, his, he got a girl pregnant and just his life started going in a direction. And it wasn't until... 20s, he was getting a job at a petrochem like for Chevron or for BP, one of these. He had to do an assessment test. And he goes and he's so scared to do the test because he feels like he's a failure that he goes and does the test. And the manager calls and says, Billy, come in my office. You need to talk to me. And he walks in. He's like, I know I failed it. You can fire me. No problem. He goes, Billy, you have the highest score of anyone who's ever taken this test. If you put your mind to it, you could really do something. Wow. And in that moment, the curse was kind of reversed. Yeah, and, and so brought those words healing. brought healing. It did. It's wow. literally, it changed the course of his life. And Billy is responsible for literally thousands of churches being planted and pastors being healed and restored and people being impacted because of that moment. He could have gone on to become a drunk and die early. Mm-hmm. But because of those healing words, as you don't know, yeah. the power of what you say, but the Bible says there's death and life and the power of the tongue. So yeah. maybe do a little inventory about what you're saying over your family. And that's a that's going to hit close to home. Sometimes the ones we're closest <laughs> to are the ones we could be harshest with because yeah. we feel like, oh, we're comfortable. We don't have to put on a mask. And it's like, yeah. no, be the kindest. Like, yeah. I... I'm not the best at this, but I want to always 100% always honor my wife and always only say good things and never make a joke or a jab because she hates sarcasm. She hates any kind of digging. And so it's like, let us be diligent to have words of healing and to be able to encourage people. That's good. And it only takes one conversation. Yeah. One, you know, that was a very short conversation of when, you know, Literally. that his manager talking to him and explaining, hey, you got the highest score. You know, if you put yeah. your mind to something, you can do it. And it didn't take that much effort. It was just a, a wisdom, a word, you know, to share that. It brought healing and one conversation had an eternal impact. And I think that's just so cool. It doesn't take a lot. It just takes a little, just yeah. takes a little bit just to heal so much hurt. Yeah. Could you guys do that today out there is to share an encouraging word that's going to be able to bring healing. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with you. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. 
We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, welcome back. We got a final verse here that we're going to share as we go. As Isaac and I were spending a lot of time just thinking about the power of your words, and this whole chapter, chapter 12, has got a lot about that impact. I know that the brother of Jesus, again, James, who's very similar to his writing style, says, be slow to speak, slow to wrath, and quick to listen. 
And that is a great encouragement is thinking about the fact that you have two ears and one mouth. So Mm -hmm. let's listen twice as much as we talk and let's let our words be encouraging. And then the final verse that we see here in chapter 12 says the way of the godly leads to life. That path does not lead to death. So we have the ability to lead to life in the way that we talk and what we say and what we encourage with those around us and the people that we're doing life with. And I just want to encourage you again. I said it before the break, but I'm going to say it. Make it a point today to find someone. You don't have to do it to a thousand. You don't have to do it to a hundred. Do it to one. One person could change their life forever. It could be that Billy Hornsby. It could be that person that could literally change the course of their day. And we know, I'm thinking of another story of a pastor who was literally went to church as a last ditch effort, was going to kill himself that day. And he said, God, this is my last attempt. I'm going to go to church. He went to the church, heard a word, had someone speak over him, changed his life forever, and he's living for God. And so think about what you could do with your words. Well, God bless you guys. It was great being with you, Isaac. Always great time spending time reading the word. And we look forward to talking to you next time. Sounds great. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.